Hey, it's Tim here. Thanks so much for coming over to check out my new podcast, The Big Mouth. Before we get into today's episode, got a big favor to ask you. It's going to mean the world to me if you leave a star rating, you comment on the episode or share it with your friends. It'll help me out and help get The Big Mouth out there. Hope you enjoy today's episode. This episode of The Big Mouth has got some balls because I'm talking about a topic which has become a little bit taboo these days, what it means to be a man. I want to support men's mental health. Now that we've named and shamed toxic masculinity, is it safe to let men start redefining themselves in healthy ways? And when can we start celebrating that? If you feel like a misfit in a world full of pretenders, then I want to be your friend. Join me each week on the journey of not giving a fuck. So stop trying to fit in and stand out. You don't need to be perfect, you just need to get real. This is The Big Mouth with Tim Dormer. Subscribe now for free to make sure you don't miss out on an episode. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So there's a story that's been playing out in the news over the last few months that I've been keeping my eye on, and it's a story about a dude in a dress. Now, you may or may not know of Christian Wilkins. He's the son or prince of the veteran TV host Richard Dickey Wilkins. I love them both. Christian's been getting a lot of attention lately for wearing dresses to red carpet events. And he's no stranger to the spotlight himself, having been on TV shows like Dancing with the Stars, a reality show, Filthy Rich and Famous. He's done some fashion presenting, but he's a bit of a regular at Sydney Red Carpets and VIP events. So the Man in the Dress saga started back earlier this year when he called out Daily Mail for an article they'd written about the outfit he wore to the Mardi Gras Fair Day event. Now, I think he looks pretty hot in his pink halter neck mini dress with numerous cutouts, But he wasn't very happy with the headline that Daily Mail chose to run. Dude looks like a lady. And he posted, It's completely homophobic and misogynistic statements like these that cause anxiety and fear in LGBTQI plus people. Yeah, I know I'm in a dress and celebrate my femininity, but come on, dude looks like a lady, Rilkins wrote. Now I get it, Christian. It sucks when the Daily Mail writes shit like this about you and comments on your appearance the way that they do. But that is what they do. And I've called them out myself in the past for fat shaming me. A couple of years ago, there was a headline, Portly Tim, too fat to be on the beach. Not much has changed there. But I think it's fantastic that Christian feels the confidence to wear whatever he wants to. He's obviously really proud to push the gender boundaries and express his authenticity 
through his own fashion choices. And good for him. We've come such a long way from a time where it was actually illegal for men to wear women's clothing in public. But let's get realistic. There's there's still a lot of people out there who are going to be surprised to see a man in a dress. It captures attention. We know this. I think Christian knows this. Yeah, it would be great if we lived in a world where people could express themselves in whichever way they wanted to, wear whatever they want. As long as they're not hurting anyone, I'm all for that. If Christian wants to wear a dress, wear the dress. You do you, boo. I mean, it's it's not what I'm about. I'm not by any means a blokey bloke. I'm a proud gay man, but I don't feel like I need to wear a dress to express my definition of what it means to be male. But I fully back Christian for doing it. Anyway, he was back in the news for wearing a dress, or should I say a gown this time, to walk the recent Logie's red carpet. And he was largely applauded. He was wearing this sheer, plunging, floor-length dress. It was, it was beautiful. But I'm sure it rubbed some people the wrong way, including one Twitter user who wrote alongside a picture of Christian, stop normalising this bullshit. It's not normal. With lots of exclamation marks and caps lock. We get it, mate. We all know this kind of commentary. It's gross. Someone living back in the last century, he's offended at seeing a man in a dress. He's outraged that the media are celebrating it as acceptable. And I want to be clear here, again, it's totally acceptable for Christian to be wearing a dress. He can wear whatever he likes. He's not hurting anyone. But what made me feel uneasy about this story progressing is the way that the news article celebrated Christian Wilkins' perfect response to this troll, in which Christian tweeted, What is happening to the world? Masculinity is ending. Burn everything. Now, I assume Christian was being sarcastic. I'd love to chat to him. Christian, if you're listening, let's chat. I think it was a brilliant tongue-in-cheek response. You named the fear in a lot of men right now that what is happening to masculinity, that a man in a dress being celebrated by the masses is clear proof that men's opinion no longer matter. It's like a slap in the face to traditional stereotypes of masculinity, the toxic ideals which have now been rightly so cancelled. I love that it's taken a gay guy in a dress to point this out and name one of the biggest culturally sensitive topics in our world right now, masculinity. Christian knows what he's doing. It was a brilliant statement. He's pushing the buttons of those that need to be pushed and he's bravely causing people to rethink gender, what it means to be male and how it's expressed. He also posted around that time a comment to all them haters pressed Because us queers dare redefine masculinity, XX. I love it, mate. He doesn't actually want masculinity to end. I think he just wants to be part of the conversation about redefining it. I hope he doesn't feel threatened by the attention that I'm bringing this story uh, because I love what he does. Uh, He courts with the controversy. He knows his fashion choices are going to get attention. It's a great way to get the message out there of questioning traditional masculinity. And I'm all for sparking conversation about the hard topics. But I think it's important that if you're going to make a statement like that, you own it. And if you know that you're choosing something that's going to create attention and rub people the wrong way, then don't complain about the attention that you sought after in the first place. Which brings me to an article that came out after the Logies red carpet from news.com. The headline, The Ugly Truth About Australia Christian Wilkins Logies Dress Exposed. 
They go on to say it has become typical to see Wilkins' name attached to a story about him tackling some form of homophobia. While it's great he's such an outspoken activist for his community, it also is incredibly depressing that he spends his life in the public eye, constantly having to handle criticism for who he is. Why is the fact he prefers dresses over slacks breaking news? Frankly, Christian deserves a whole lot better. Now, I know Christian didn't write this article himself, so my criticism of this sentiment isn't directed at him. I just think it's a bit rich to complain about the attention received from a deliberately controversial act. This is something that we do see playing out in media a lot. And us reality TV stars are famous for it. We know exactly what we're doing to get attention. It's just always irked me when people then turn around and complain about the attention that they receive. I mean, you've probably seen it play out on your own social media with people you know. um, People that overshare personal details for the likes, for the attention, for the sympathy. Or people saying something controversial knowing that they're going to get a reaction from people. I do it. A lot. I'm a massive show-off, but I I own my attention-seeking acts. And call me out if I'm wrong, but I don't ever like to cry victim over the attention that I do receive when that's what I wanted all along. I think it's like if you go out to poke the bear, then don't act surprised or cry about it when it bites you. We've got to be careful of this kind of victim-reward mentality. I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a yuck cycle for a person to be rewarded with the attention that they craved. You can't make a deliberate controversial statement knowing it's going to offend and then turn around and act surprised or outraged when it does. Let's get real here. Not everyone is as woke as you and not everyone is comfortable as you are to live out their authentic self. Of course, it's going to rub people the wrong way. Don't hate them for not understanding you. And I, I don't agree with the cancel culture of just saying that their opinion or that their experience is wrong and invalid. You don't have to agree with them just like they don't have to agree with you. But Don't invalidate their experience. If you want respect, we've got to give respect. If the expression of your identity requires the cancellation of somebody else's, that's not respect. That's not progress. That's just tit for tat. I'm not attacking anyone's representation of masculinity or themselves, but if your version of expression requires the cancellation of everyone else's, how can you expect them to respect your version? I say good on Christian Wilkins for adding his voice to the conversation about masculinity. I love seeing someone free to express their authenticity. I wish it was normal for us all to do that, but it's, it's not. We're not all there yet. And for those at the forefront, we're going to cop criticism if we're going to go against the way things have always been done. It's to be expected. I think Christian is a big boy, though, and he's doing a great job of handling the criticism he receives. I don't think he needs news.com to come to his defence. But maybe they had a different agenda here because that's where this saga ends this week with Christian back in the news for wearing a dress on the red carpet. But this time it was over the weekend in LA at the premiere of Binge's new series, Pretty Little Lies. Now this is a news.com article. Headline, Christian Wilkins still spotlight at glitzy premiere in LA. The Aussie style star has taken his red carpet domination abroad wearing a fabulous mini dress to a glitzy LA premiere. Wow, 
good on Christian. Well, domination with his message now. Who would have known putting on a dress could get you so far? The article goes on. The popular model who attended the US event as a guest of streaming platform Binge Asterix. What? What's this? Asterix. I think it's a little bit of a worry whenever you see an asterisk in a news article. Imagine an asterisk next to a headline about the war in Ukraine or COVID vaccinations. <laughs> asterisk is just a big red flag to say something's not quite right here. <laughs> so what's the asterisk say in this Christian Wilkins article? After the line, the popular model who attended the US event as a guest of streaming platform Binge, asterisk, I scroll down to the bottom to read the fine print to find out the writer attended the event as a guest of Binge? Oh, I see. You both got a trip to Hollywood as guests of Binge. Oh, this is starting to make sense now. This is this is an ad. I mean, if, if Christian's going to go all the way to Hollywood and walk the red carpet in a dress, there's got to be someone there to write about it for us folks back home down under to care. So, yep, this is just one big fat ad. Let's get this straight. The same publication that a few weeks ago was coming to Christian's defence Writing, why is the fact he prefers dresses over slacks breaking news? Frankly, Wilkins deserves a whole lot better. He deserves a whole lot better, alrightnews.com. He deserves a trip to Hollywood to wear a dress on a red carpet so you can write a headline about it, camouflaged as an ad. The article does give comment from Christian saying that he's unbothered by the hateful comments that he receives for wearing a dress. Uh, He says, they don't know me. If you met me and attacked me personally, that would upset me. But if you think I'm wrong for wearing a dress because I have a doodle, you're an idiot, he said. He added, not only do I think it's homophobic, but it's misogynistic. It's this notion of I'm a man and I'm dressing like a woman and therefore that makes me less. That's a disgusting notion. It's 2022, whatever. But right under this great comment is the real purpose of the story. It's in bold, big writing, and it's a bloody ad for Binge. I'm not going to read it, and I've already given them enough free plugs here already, but yep, all the details on how to sign up for and watch the new series. Something's just not sitting right with me about all this. Last week, News.com is saying that Christian deserves to be known as more than just the guy in the dress. This week, News.com is earning money off writing about Christian in a dress. Goodworknews.com, you've now realised that Christian's eye-catching message can earn you a dollar. We all know that there's no story here if Christian wasn't in a dress. There's no advertising opportunity for you, news.com. Let's own what we're doing and the motivation or commercial agenda behind it. It's win-win for all. Christian and the journalists get a trip to LA. Who knows, maybe there's payment involved. And yes, once again, it's a great opportunity for Christian to share this great message of questioning traditional gender ideals. But what's undeniable here is that news.com have hijacked this message and got some kind of commercial arrangement with Binge for this blatant ad. And there's something unauthentic about that. It feels a bit icky to me that the attention that news.com was complaining about Christian receiving last week, they are now using that attention to earn money from. Is it a sellout or is it a genius move from Christian to share his message? But let's talk about the bigger message here. Is masculinity ending? No, it isn't. What Christian is doing is redefining masculinity and I congratulate him for it. How ironic. Here we are, a gay podcast host discussing a queer model redefining masculinity. How crazy a world that we live in now where the gays are the brave ones proud to define themselves as men the way that they want to 
and the straight men are silenced from having a say. It's fabulous on one hand, but quite problematic on the other. Because let's be honest, straight males are shit scared at the moment to even comment on anything. It's a touchy subject, but I think it's true that men's voices have been silenced and cancelled over the last few years. Is this the only form of masculinity that's acceptable now? A feminised version? And are traditional expressions of masculinity all toxic? No. Are all gay men feminine? No. Should all men feel safe to express their healthy version of masculinity, queer or straight alike? Hell yes. It is so great that women are more and more having a voice, that they are being celebrated in positions of power and gender equality is becoming so normalised now. We've come a long way and yeah, we've still got a long way to go. I don't know if I'm allowed to say this though, but can't we celebrate both females and males at the same time? I support women and I support men. I just don't support cancelling someone else's opinion or experience just because you don't agree with it. You don't have to agree with it. But how about we encourage conversation about our differences with some compassion and respect for everyone's individual experience? Silencing men emasculates them. And that's not a healthy way for men to live. Yes, toxic masculinity has been named and shamed. But can we start welcoming healthy representations of masculinity back? It's very dangerous to tear down and burn masculinity to the ground. Let's talk about men's mental health. I mean, I, I work in disability care, but a large part of my role involves mental health support. I, I get mental health. I've been there myself through my own mental health journey, and I'm, I'm passionate about supporting men to talk about their own. And in putting this podcast together, I, I chatted to a lot of my, my male friends, gay and straight alike, and a lot of them are hurting. A lot of them are lost and a bit scared. There seems to be an epidemic of, of men who have lost a sense of passion and purpose for their life and are struggling with mental health. One of my straight mates was telling me how difficult it is when he gets together with the guys, somewhere where he should feel safe and secure to express his masculinity. He was sharing how he now feels really confronted with how to deal with old toxic traits of the group, of how they talk about women together. Men know now what's not acceptable. It never was, but it takes courage to stand up for what is right in front of your mates. We know now women make great leaders, but I reckon men can lead their counterparts in demonstrating healthy expressions of masculinity. How can we help men express themselves freely in healthy ways to encourage them not to be scared to be proud men? At the same time as we celebrate and support women, let's celebrate and support men. I want to celebrate a great man that I know who I think is demonstrating healthy masculinity and redefining what it is to be a man. This man is Farmer Dave. And if you've watched the latest season of Big Brother, you'd know who he is. He's an OG who made television history back in 2006 when he was the first person to come out on national television. Back then, Dave, he was the poster boy for the gays pretty blue eyes with a gorgeous smile and a marshmallow heart, he was never afraid to show his emotions. 16 years later, the pretty boy has grown into a rugged man and he stole the hearts of everyone watching again. 
If you watch the show, Dave and I had a bit of a love-hate relationship, um, but we're good mates. And over New Year's, we actually went on a road trip away together. And I remember chatting with him. We were having a DM, and I said to him, mate, I think you're about to make history again. You're about to show Australia a new version of masculinity. Not only is he a proud gay man, but he's a strong, rough, rugged, hairy, Viking-looking man who's a courageous leader but also still has his caring heart. Yeah, Dave swears like a sailor, and he probably takes it like, oh my God, say that. <laughs> we love Dave. <laughs> he shared his passion for his work of, of leading young people. But I think what I love about it so much is that he so openly shares his vulnerability. It's such a great representation of masculinity, not only for gay guys like me, but for all men. So congrats, Dave. I want to celebrate you for redefining masculinity, for representing men, as I honour Christian Wilkins for redefining what it means to be a man. It's so fantastic that we live in a society where gay men are being acknowledged as men and we are at the forefront of redefining what masculinity means. But not only gay men have the power to redefine masculinity, all men can do it, but maybe we, we just see it less or we celebrate it less. Masculinity needed to be redefined and men shouldn't feel threatened by this. We should see it as an opportunity to define it ourselves. I can't wait for us to be able to do that for straight men too. I was thinking, who are the straight males who are being celebrated for redefining masculinity? Like, is it our sports stars who, who put the values of being a role model for younger men above giving in to desires to take advantage of all the fun that being idolised as a sportsman brings? Is it actors like Chris Hemsworth, who's the epitome of Boy Next Door turned now into the family man? I mean, have you ever read a scandalous headline about Chris Hemsworth? No, but is, is that all it takes? Is it an indiscretion or a drunken mistake for a good man to turn bad? Aren't we all flawed in some way? And perhaps measuring men by a standard of perfection is what's causing a lot of pressure amongst men at the moment. I don't have the answers here. And yes, I've had my fair share of times where I've got it wrong. I mean, all we've got to do is look a few months back at those angry Twitter comments I made towards a female that I felt was attacking me. I was hurt. And as a lot of scared men do, we let our aggression get the better of us. I know I'd overstepped the mark and I owned it. There's nothing intrinsically wrong about being a man. But perhaps it's up to us to own our wrongdoings of the past and see it as an opportunity to begin to be one of the ones who redefine and express our own healthy version of what it means to be a man. It has become taboo for men to say that they are proud to be men. Wouldn't it be great if we could change that? I love men. I love masculinity. If it takes a gay guy to stand up and say, let's celebrate men, then I'll be that guy. This is The Big Mouth with Tim Dormer. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on an episode and leave a comment. Give me a star rating. It all helps get The Big Mouth out there. You can follow me on socials at Tim Dormer and join The Big Mouth conversation. Hashtag The Big Mouth. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.